0: So, last week I attended the March for Justice at Treasury Gardens here in Melbourne, and I really felt it necessary to share my story of sexual harassment in the workplace uh, as an example of why we shouldn't really minimise these experiences and we probably need to talk about them more than we do. So, Listen along to what went live on Facebook and feel free to share any feelings that might come up with you um, with me. Um, happy to see you in the inbox. Hello at lisacorduff.com. Um, sending lots of love and standing in solidarity. Enjoy the episode. Hey everyone. I just thought I would jump on really quickly because <clears throat> I've just been at the uh March for Justice here in Melbourne which I'm sure you're aware uh they're taking place all over Australia and it's just women coming together to talk about you know I mean just how fed up most of us are okay so uh I thought when I was there I thought and just a heads up uh I will be swearing <laughs> most likely in this. From a, a post a little while ago, I can see some people don't like swearing. So if that's the case, I'm not for you. You can scroll on. Uh, and I'm not really too sure if this would trigger. It, it's not a, a terrible story compared to um, what other women have experienced, but uh, I If this triggers anything for you, I just wanted to let you know, I'll just be talking about something that happened in the workplace to me many years ago. Uh, And I'm sharing this because when I was at the rally, what really became obvious to me was the stories that I'd told myself about why this isn't a big deal. You know, no biggie. He was a lovely guy. Uh, This isn't... um, this isn't anything um, that damaged me physically or anything like that. But here's what I, I realised is the more of us that do that and make okay these little things, the more the culture of, of it all, like sexual harassment, particularly, you know, in the workplace was my particular experience, can continue. So we actually need to share our stories And I'm like, you know what? I just feel like if I share with you how I normalized what I can see now was absolutely not normal or okay behavior, it might help you see where you might have done the same and it's actually not okay. And what all of these amazing women who've been, I mean, talking about and fighting on behalf of us. for so long are actually really angry about so uh so my particular experience was with a guy who I mean and this is a weird thing right like was genuinely one of my greatest mentors I had a lot of respect for him I still do in in many ways and uh and we, we, be, we had become really good friends. He was probably, I don't know, 30 years older than, than me. Uh, and we had a really, what I considered a really great working relationship, but also a really great friendship. And, and honestly, taught me so much. I, I think I'll always be grateful for all of the things that he brought into my life. Um, but there was one time... Where I went and and got uh, we were actually going to an awards night, and I went and bought a, a new dress, and you know, all of us going, were getting dressed up and and he just said over my shoulder, I was just at my computer that I looked um sexy. And I was like, like, what just hang on a minute. And he just and he just he said it, and then he said it again. When I think I just said pardon and he he repeated it <laughs> and everything in that moment in like my world spun around like this man who I really really trusted and respected massively stepped over the line I was living with Nick you know I, I think we were, were we engaged at that stage I'm not sure but we've been living together for ages it was a long-term relationship he knew that that's not even the actual point he was just having a crack he was very inappropriate and here's what ended up happening on the back of that I felt like I didn't want to tell anybody because I didn't want them to think that I shouldn't work there I didn't want anyone to think of him badly. How many times, like, I mean, I'm just one person with one thing that happened to me (laughs) in my workplace. How often is this happening? Where you're like, he's he's actually genuinely a good guy. Like, he's a good dad. He's all of these things. Oh, hey, um, uh, uh, I just saw that your comments just came up. Um, And... And I was like, I, I mean, I couldn't possibly tell Nick. He'll go nuts. He'll think this is sober. He'll make me not want to go there. And then who am I to keep going to work if that happened and it made me feel really uncomfortable? So then starts the self-talk, right? I was too nice to him. I must have given him an impression. Which, <laughs> I mean, I look back now, I'm like, how did you justify this? I must have given him the impression that I was interested somehow. Maybe me wearing that low-cut sort of dress—it was sort of a bit, you know, showed off cleavage, which my cleavage was amazing before children. Uh, maybe that's just too much. Maybe I, maybe I um, brought it on. I mean, you guys—I don't think of this as damaging me in. In you know many particular ways, but it did. I kept a secret from the man that I married <laughs> about another guy cracking my bot like thirty years. My scene really, uh, and you know I can remember when I eventually told him. It was churning. It was churning me up inside, and I really want to stress how much love and empathy I have towards women who've experienced. Much, much worse. I really want to acknowledge that I'm just sharing this experience. I'm not trying to make it bigger than it is or, you know, take up too much space on a day in which Australian, we should be focused on this issue and I'm not, you know, but then see so here's the thing that we do. Like like here's me doing it again, just minimising something that happened. That was not okay. When I shared it, I absolutely crumbled i knew i was going to be leaving that workplace so i kept going and then but i felt funny about this for years and years and totally normalized it totally made it um, something about me never wanted to tell people for fear that they might think he's a bad guy and he's not a bad guy but what he did was not okay it was not okay. And so I think as women, we should be more angry about this. We should have rage. This is happening all day, every day. It's it's happening in our government right now. And like, who's being held to account? Like, well, when will this sort of ever change? The issue is so massive. I am a voice. I have a platform here. I want you to know I've experienced it. There was all sorts of ways, messed up ways in which I justified things to myself, made it my fault, didn't want to tell people just, just for this this little thing. So imagine what other women have gone through. I just, my my mind boggles. And what was amazing being at the rally was that, you know, There is this solidarity and it's so messed up that that it exists, but it does. Uh, I minimise this stuff all the time too. It's so deeply conditioned in us to just accept and move on. Hey, Ali, I I 100% agree and I will be talking to my kids about the fact that I went there today and why I was there and what is and and isn't okay, they will grow up with such a different sense of this. They will because we are, you know, there were people just there in their corporate stuff on their lunch breaks. I mean, you know, when I told mum, she said, be careful. I'm like, this is just everyday people who are going fuck this shit. And I feel bad that I'm late to the party on this. I'm late to the party on my understanding of patriarchy and all of the really insidious ways it affects our lives. You know, I really, I do think that this is a time where more and more of us need to accept responsibility for not understanding and kind of do something about it. If we if we ever want things to change for our kids, like I don't know, we got to be a part of the conversation. Which is why I just thought I would share this here to um create conversation. Hey Vanessa, you're teaching consent in classrooms. Yep, awesome. Um which is such an important conversation. I mean, my my son is 10. And we've already absolutely had that conversation, you know, with my girls as well. I mean, we have to be talking about this stuff more and more. I guess I wanted to share just in the sense that I never thought I was someone who had experienced this because I minimized that experience. I minimized it to the point where it was obviously my fault. My boobs were obviously just a bit too hot. Um, he lost a bit of control in a moment, tried, tried it on. and now I think like that was I mean it really was it was so wrong. Nick was so upset when I told him, and he was upset that I didn't share it with him immediately because you know, what what does that actually say about this whole thing that our our best, closest you know person, we'd be like, oh, well, I mean, I couldn't possibly make him look bad because of something he said that was massively inappropriate to me that meant that my workplace then became an uncomfortable place to be. Messed up. So that's why I just thought I'd come in and share. Uh, Yes, you went to the one in Perth, looked amazing in Perth too. I mean, I've never even been to a rally or a protest? And I'm like, "Ah, I think it's time we get involved. I think it's time we get involved. And if all I can do is just show my solidarity by my body physically being somewhere and supporting women who are doing amazing work to try and change this conversation and actually have people pay attention, then maybe I can come home and also share my story in the hope that I don't know, it just adds to the voices of discontent and and we just wake up to all of the different ways in which this is affecting, I mean, all of us, really, isn't it? So that's it from me. Uh, it's almost school pickup time, so I'm going to go do that. Uh, patriarchy, patriarchy is so fucking ingrained. Totally agree, Kate. And when you start to, uh, 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 like when your eyes open to it, just like our eyes are opening to all sorts of things, you know, just so many things. And I feel like it's, um, it's just a time in which our focus and attention is shifting onto the really big issues. And it's, it's our responsibility to, you know, educate ourselves. Uh, My story and mind chatter processing the event is so common. Yeah, Um, no problems, Mel. I just wanted to send any uh, so much love to people. Liz has said, uh, I wonder how many women would have this example. Would be easier to find out how many haven't, I expect. Yeah, I used to say I had put myself in risky situations as a young woman. I realised just three years ago that the risky situations I thought I'd put myself in was being in a bar pub, drinking considerable amounts of alcohol and sexy clothing with men present. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to so gross. Those subtle moments of sexual inappropriateness shape how we move forward in life because we don't realise they're big enough to act on. So my little moment uh, is shared and um, I'm just standing in solidarity with the women who have experienced The same, less, more, change will happen when we pay attention. Okay? See you. Hey, if you're enjoying the conversation, then it would mean the world to me if you head over to iTunes and give us a rating and review. It really makes a difference and it's my intention to get as many of us involved in real conversations that really change the game as possible. Thanks so much for your help and I'll see you in the next episode.